This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, back in the friendly confines of Hudson Street. We bring you the post-game podcast, post-game Super Bowl version. Al Dukes, good to see you in the studio. Oh, hi, Jerry. It's good to be back in the studio. I love the controlled environment of the studio. Something homey about it. Something homey about it. Uh, Boomer and Geo both looked exhausted today. And, and they were. And they were because um, they do what I don't like. Well, Boomer was working. They do what I don't like, which is staying out late on a school night, as we say. And they're going to do the same thing Thursday night when they call an Islanders game. Uh, that is true. And yes. they just asked I mean, me to go. I, though? I mean, I got a game Tuesday night at 8 p.m., so who am I going to say? And then you're working Wednesday morning? Uh, yeah. All right. Why wouldn't I? Well, I didn't know if it was away. Even if it was away, I'd still be here Wednesday morning. Well, you have a couple Wednesdays where you're going to be out. Yes, but I'm back the next day. It's usually the day of the game I'm not around. I see. So, But it's a home game against Michigan tomorrow night. Okay. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, it is, actually. Michigan's the number, well, they lost over the weekend, but they're the number five team in the country. Yeah, uh, the Gio was asking me, he goes, uh, will we be seeing you at the Islander uh, Devils game Thursday night? Yeah, what is the deal with that? Do we you, have to go? I'm not going. Because that's kind of a problem for I'm me. 100% not going. Okay, good. That's silly. Honestly. I'm, listen. There's I'm, no reason to do that. If you want to, if they want to do it absolutely, for go for it. S's and giggles, as they say, do it. But th- that is a, you know, you got to do a show the next morning. Correct. It's silly, but okay. I'm not being a part of that. Good. I will not be party to that, Jerry. Jerry, one of the things I did realize when I was um, traveling to and fro Atlanta. To and fro. Yeah. Was uh, the the, uh, baggage, you know, the checking baggage or the carry-on baggage. And nowadays, I really feel like the, the airlines are wanting you to not check bags. They want you to bring carry-ons on because which is is weird though al because when you're there they're looking for volunteers to check their bags right so i had tweeted this out and it all got a lot of people agreeing with me why don't the airlines charge you for a carry-on that doesn't fit under the seat which is convenience right charge for that and make checking a bag free uh at least checking one bag you don't want people showing up with five bags for free checking one bag is free a carry-on that does not fit under the seat, that is, you pay for that. And it still has to fit the requirements. People put their full-on luggage on there. Yeah, like I brought my bag. Now, it's weird. I've brought my bag on many flights, Yeah, and I've never had a problem putting it in the overhead compartment, ever. 
uh, I when I fly charters with Rutgers, that bag goes in the top bin, no problem on the United flights. I've flown Delta before. It fl- for some reason, and someone told me, so the flight we were on was, I think, same as you, two seats on one side, three on the other. Yes. So we got on almost last because I wasn't in any rush to get on. I figured if they got to take the bag, they take the bag. And so we get on, and my space was available. Bag didn't fit. So they took it to check it, which was fine. And the person that was sitting in the aisle on the three says, rookie mistake. I'm like, what do you mean? I've been on 100 flights. They say, the size this, uh, the size of the overhead bins with the three seats, bigger than the two. You never oh. had a chance. You should have put it on our side. Well, oh, I didn't know okay. that. But, yeah, so I had to check my bag. It wasn't big enough. Free check, though. Right. Which was okay, and it right. came out again, immediately. Again, now you get a free check, and it's inconvenient for everybody on that Correct. plane. That is true. You're right. And you know what's funny, though? Who do I talk to? I actually don't know if it is inconvenient, because what they did was they opened the door, and the guy, the handler, the baggage handler, was right there, and he threw it right on the right in. Like, it was actually easier doing right, that. But there was some commotion of you attempting to put it up there, uh, then getting I it been, back to the front of the plane. Had I been in the middle of the plane, you're absolutely right. But we were all the way at the back. I was holding nobody up. All right. Eddie Scazzeri still hadn't gotten on, and he was three rows behind me. He was like the last person on the plane. Oh. He was just waiting. Oh, you guys were on the same flight. Back. Yes. He um, he got the earlier flight when he got to the airport. Oh, okay. And let me just give props. Props. Because we kill airlines all the time. Yes. You know what? When it goes well, though, mm-hmm. let's just give Delta, and I know your dad worked for Delta Many for a years, long time. Many years, like 40 years. So let me give them some applause, if oh, you will. all right. I'll so pass this along to him. I booked a flight that was scheduled to land in Newark Friday at 3.08. I had to be on a bus at Rutgers at 5 to get back to the airport to fly to Ohio. I knew I was taking a chance. It's the mic thing. Sorry. Oh, okay. I knew I was taking a chance, but it's kind of what I had to do because I brought my son with me. And so I had to get him home, blah, 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 blah. We were at dinner Thursday night, and I get the text, Rutgers moved the flight up. So now instead of having to be at Rutgers at 5, I had to be there at 4, which meant 3.08 we land. I got to get a bag, and I get to my car, and I have a 30-minute minimum ride to Rutgers. Not only did the flight take off on time, Al, we landed at 2.51. We were 17 minutes early. My bag came out immediately, got to my car by 3.08, Got to Rutgers whenever I texted you 10 minutes before the bus left. That's called precision right there by so Delta. It all worked out. It did. I, and how about this, too? Even coming home from Ohio on Saturday, my son had a game at 5 o'clock in Clark that I wanted to – I didn't see, I missed his last three games. We were scheduled to land at Newark at 4. We landed at 348 or something. Got right on the bus. Got to, got to Rutgers. Got my car. Back to Clark. Right in time for the start of the second half. All things worked out like for you this we, weekend. You Travel. For all the crappy traveling. traveling times, it really worked out well. Right. Even going there with you. Yes. No issues. So it was good. We had no issues. That's None. right. Yeah, it was good. So give it him was some issue props. Free. All right. Props to Delta. Props to Delta for sure, yes. My dad hasn't worked there in many years, but uh, he spent his entire career, Jerry, at Newark Airport. So there's a special Delta. place in your heart for Delta. There is. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, I was checking out this crazy show on... It's a documentary. Geo? No, it's on Netflix. I recommend this to you, Jerry. Marie Kondo again? Uh, not Marie Kondo. This is not a series. This is just a one documentary. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh. What? That, these things don't depress you? No. I'm fascinated. This is a, a look at fascinating human behavior. There was this, this guy that... That w- this guy befriends this family. 
ends up becoming enamored with their child, Ugh. takes the child, has a relationship with the child, has a relationship with the mother, and the father mm, did something sexually to the guy as well. Oh, good Lord. They were all involved in this. It, you've got to watch it. No, it's I absurd. don't. I don't. Oh, you have to do it. You just explain it to me. I don't. I'm good. Spoiler alert. Everyone does something sexual with this guy. God darn. It's a fascinating look at people. And what is it, though? It's like it's recreated with no. them talking. No, no that, well, it's recreated, and then they also talk to... The real people. The little girl who is now in her late 40s. Oh, wow. The mom and the dad. They're still alive. And the sisters, all still alive. Well, I tell you, sick wild, people, man. Wild stuff. Yeah. I'd say so. That is some wild stuff, Jerry. Sick stuff is what that is. See, it's funny because I would see something like that. I wouldn't even stop. Oh, I'm looking for, I'm searching for stuff like that. See, I'm looking for funny. That's what Gina says. And I don't find, because I. Gina says she's looking to escape real life, not see the horrors of real life, which is what I'm looking for. Ferrara's calling me. I don't know who that is. Ferrara? Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing. If you want to call it an escape, okay, you can call it an escape. I look at it as there's enough bad crap going on already. I don't need to, quote-unquote, be entertained by more bad crap. Okay. If I'm going to be entertained, it's going to be a game, or it's going to be a documentary that's got something good at the end of it, right. something maybe I learn about historically, or you're going to make me laugh. Okay. That's it. I'm not interested in anything else. Movies are good, like drama movies are good, but Dramas. not like I horror people being stabbed to death. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I'm good. I don't need that, and I don't need documentaries about kids being abducted. I, oh God, no, I I don't need it. And now that football season's over, Jerry, we'll have plenty of time to watch and catch up on Netflix shows. I tell you, you're right because the, I would watch The Devils are not good. Right, I'm into the Nets a little bit for sure, but the Knicks are not good. The Knicks are terrible. There's no baseball yet. I will watch the AAF. You are going to check that I out. I will check out, because I think it's going to be a good product. Really? I do. So I'll check that out if I don't have plans on a Saturday night, which you usually don't. Um, so I'll check it out. Other than that, though. Those are going right. to be Saturday night games? I think AAF? Hold on. Boomer had his computer open. It said the opening schedule. Saturday night. Okay. So I think so. All right. Not 100% You're sure. You're into that. I am. Okay. Yeah, very much so. Jerry, Valentine's Day is uh, right around the corner. This is not a commercial. And normally, that's how you start all the commercials yes. around Valentine's Day. But you know those sweetheart candy hearts? Yes. Can't get them this year, right? Yeah, the ones that like have messages on it. Right. Uh, you will not be able to find them this year for your sweetheart, Jerry. They made their uh, debut in 1866. Okay. Is it just taking a year off? Uh, let's see. It says last July, Neko, who is the company that owns them, closed. Not to be its... confused with Reco. No, this is uh, Neko closed its doors, and the Sweetheart's brand was sold to Spangler Candy Company. Okay, but it took Neko eleven months to make eight billion candy hearts. Therefore, there was not enough lead time for the new company to create their hearts. They will be available in 2020, so, so next they're year. Back. They're taking a year off. Taking a year off. So if you get these hearts this year. They're old. They're old. Right. They're stale. Totally stale. And they're eating them anyway. I like them. Yeah. They're the same, uh, the Neko company. You no know Neko wafers. Ever hear of those, Jerry? No. They're like, uh, they're they're very thin. Picture those candy hearts, but in a thin disc. 
Right. Is that what you have for breakfast? <laughs> a wafer? A thin disc. It's not a wafer. It's a candy. It's okay. a thin candy. Is that what you get on the uh, planes? Uh, I don't know. Like a round wafer? A little cream in the middle? Uh, no, it's different. Oh, it's different. All right. But those are delicious as those well. Those are good. I agree. The wafers with the cream in the middle. I think the hardest part <laughs> in my house is there's so much candy in the house, like not yeah. eating it. It's brutal. Like it's you, everywhere. You have a lot of candy in your home? Yes. Yes, always. And it's funny now, too, because it's just sitting there because my oldest put, put braces on, so he's not really eating any candy. My youngest is terrified to get braces, so he's slowed down on the candy. <laughs> and my wife likes cookies but doesn't really eat the candy. So we still have, like, jars of candy all over the place. Really? You want our? You want a little uh, Reese's peanut butter cup? Yeah. They're there. Really? You want a little Hershey miniatures? We got them. The only thing that goes are the mints, the wintergreen mints. Yeah. Those like crazy. But, yeah, the chocolate's all over the place. Why don't you give yourself a treat every night after dinner, one small candy? Um, I will do that on the weekend. I will have. You will? Yeah. I will have a vanilla chocolate ball. <laughs> oh, chocolate balls. Yeah. We have those. The Ferrara candy. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Ferrara? Ferrara Rocher? Yes. Yeah. I think we have the. I think that's who makes Those it. are good. Yes. Oh, oh, I didn't tell you this. Before. Bob Papa in 25 years. <laughs> before I left Atlanta on yeah. Friday morning after the show, Gina and I wanted to get breakfast. But the only thing, there was a Waffle House very close right by. Right across the street. Right across the street. Yeah. Very small Waffle House. So I said to Gina, oh, let's go to the Waffle House. I'd never been to a Waffle House. Oh, okay. We went in there. It was it was packed. packed. Yeah. There was one booth open. Okay. And it's seat yourself. So we get it really fast. But I see at the table next to us is a man in a hoodie. Okay. Glasses. He looked a little... Like trouble. So I thought, I know how to handle trouble. I won't make eye contact with him. Okay. So I thought, let me sit on the side of the booth that's facing this gentleman. So that Gina's not trying to talk to him. So that Gina doesn't, you know, accidentally look wrong and now this guy's arguing with Gina. You know what I mean? I was like, I know how to not look at crazy people. This guy just looked like trouble. He looked like he, yeah. He was wearing sunglasses inside, had a hoodie up. I was like, So I'm sitting down, and <laughs> I can't funny. now take my eyes off this guy. Right. I'm eyeballing him, eyeballing him. And I look, I go, that looks like Terrell Owens. Was it? So I'm looking, because he's still got sunglasses on. But I'm looking at his facial features. I'm like, that does look like T.O. Then I looked at his hands, enormous hands. When he got up to leave, people went, T.O., T.O., and they stopped him. It was T.O. Look at that. At the Waffle House. And you could have had breakfast with him. Yeah. But you were too afraid to say hello. I stereotyped him. I guess so. Bad job by me. Sunglasses inside, trouble. Sunglasses inside, hoodie up, trouble. Now, you know, that's funny because that Waffle House is right across the street from our hotel. Yeah. So I was looking for the Stats Sports Bar because I wanted to watch the Rutgers-Indiana game on Wednesday night. Just down the road from there. There's also a Waffle House on the other side of the park. Oh, yes. That I saw previously. Yeah. So when I saw on the map where it was, I'm like, I know where this is. (laughs) So we wandered, Past the Ferris uh, wheel. wandered in circles. Yeah. I'm like, it's supposed to be right by the Waffle House. There's no stats sports bar. Yeah. So we ended up at another sports bar, which did not have the Big the Ten Network. Game. And then leaving Al, on Friday, we get in the Uber car, and the girl turns right out of our hotel. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding right. me. Waffle House, stats sport. It was right there. Well, I was going to go to that Waffle House you went to, went near. Right. But when I when I Googled it, it said 
one tenth of a mile from the, or it's like no 80, the other one 80 feet from the hotel. Right. I was like, where is this? I mean, what an ass I am. I didn't even see it either at first. Because it's tucked in. The it's other tucked. one's a freestanding building. This is tucked in. It's a tucker. Yeah. Well, listen to this story, Jerry. Uh, Boulder, Colorado. A man has been arrested in a stabbing incident that police say was started by unsatisfactory pants. All right. Uh, police believe that uh, this one guy stabbed another adult male victim in the back after agreeing to exchange pants with the victim and then exchange not liking pants. and then not liking the pants that he received. When was the last time you exchanged pants with another adult man? I'm going to say I've never exchanged pants with another adult Good man. Good Lord. Yeah, I mean, this guy's mugshot, by the way. You don't exchange pants during the course of a show? <laughs> Eddie and I do not exchange pants, Imagine ever. your legs swimming in those pants. Because <laughs> Eddie's... get two, two legs in one leg. Eddie's pants are big and baggy on him. Correct. And Eddie's a big guy. That reminds me of another thing. I have very thin legs. We, we comment on my very thin yes. legs, right? I barely fit in the seat on the plane. How is that possible? I don't know. The seats are very small. And then this one I didn't care for. It's one thing. I understand you have the right, if you're sitting in front of me, to put your seat back. Yes. It, it, unfortunately, that's what it is. And it takes up my space. It's amazing how that never happens to me and seems like it always happens to you. Yeah. This this flight going, a girl about four years old was sitting in front of me. Put the seat all the way back. <laughs> I felt like saying to her father, hey, could you get this girl to like. She was very tired. I think she was just doing it to push the button. Probably. That is tremendous. You had a four-year-old in front of you. Relaxing. <laughs> and you're like, oh, like a uh, sardine. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's funny. All right, what do I have here, Jerry? I have my final story comes from England. Not the one I sent you? I don't know how to do that that one without... It's very filthy. Um, Do you have a way to do that? It's, I don't think there's anything wrong with the story. We can hold it. Do you one from England? But in fairness, and mm-hmm. I, I do want to check and make sure it's legit. Right. There's nothing. It only gets bad if you make it bad. Okay. Like if Eddie got his hands on it. So if you were just reporting the story. Yeah. You think it's like okay. Sperm is a, and for people that don't know, it's a sperm related story. Okay. There's no expectation of where it comes from, how she gets it, what she's doing with it. Okay. It's a, but it's actually in health and wellness. Got it. So I think if we, and we'll do it tomorrow. Okay, this perfect. This is a podcast tease. Oh, I like a podcast tease. If we keep it in those terms. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with the story. All right. I, will I just would like to make sure tomorrow. that it's not a fake story. Right. Fake it news. It looks legit. Like it came across on Twitter on a legit uh, feed that I get really? on health and wellness. What, uh, your health and wellness feed. Yes. And one of them was the girl that does what we're talking about with this substance. Right. Basically, two out of a hundred people would do it. Okay. Most people think it's ridiculous. Right. But the two out of a hundred that do it absolutely swear by the health benefits. Oh. So I think if we do it the right way, there's no reason we can't do a story about that. You just want to make sure it's not fake news. I would like to make sure it's not fake. Jerry, this didn't come from the failing New York Times, did it? <laughs> <laughs> it did not. When we were in Atlanta, we every time I passed by the CNN building, I was just in my head doing the Donald Trump I know you fake are. news. <laughs> when we, the first day we were there, when we get to the credentials, we were walking by and Al's like talking to himself. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Oh, it's so fun to see the big uh, 
CNN thing. All right, Jerry, let me finish this. I got uh, two minutes. All right, from England. A woman is planning to marry her duvet. What the hell is a duvet? It's like a uh, comforter. I'm sorry, what? A woman is planning to marry her duvet as she claims it's the most intimate and reliable relationship she's ever had. Well, that's probably true. She's 49 years old. This reminds me, though, when I was a young man, I had a uh, silk comforter that I probably should have married. Well, you didn't cut any holes in it, did you? I treated it like my wife. <laughs> well, this must have been some Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah, so she was very excited about this um, duvet that she's uh, going to marry it. Great. That's At 49 awesome. years old. Good. She said, quote, my duvet is the longest, strongest, most intimate and reliable relationship that I have ever had. That's because it has always been there for me and gives me great hugs. Much like a dog can. There will be music and a ceremony, laughs and entertainment. You should marry your apartment. Oh. Apartment. It gives you great pleasure. Would you marry me? Right. It doesn't talk back. It does not talk back. You could be together as long as you want to be together. Right. And, well, never mind. Marrying my apartment. Yeah. Interesting. And you get some publicity. Two schmucks in San Francisco doing a podcast to talk about Right. That. And there's an idiot in Matawan, New Jersey. <laughs> Who thinks he can marry his apartment. He's married his apartment. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry, warm-up show is next. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. So. Yep. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, here we go on a Monday, and how about we start this way, because this is kind of fun. It's time for a warm-up show flashback. The date, September 24th, 2018. The Patriots are finished. As the confetti flies, the colors are silver, blue, and red. The Patriots are finished. The Patriots have won Super Bowl 53. That's it. <laughs> I'm burying them We've now. The New England Patriots have won their second Super Bowl championship in the last three years. Here's what I do know. The Patriots will be lucky to get a wild card. They have tied an NFL record with six Super Bowl championships. They've got nothing, finally. Belichick will win his sixth Super Bowl as the head coach. The Patriots are finished. As the confetti flies. Well, good morning, Al Dukes. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. Is this what you were working on this morning? <laughs> That's exactly what I was working on. For when the last was the hour. date on that day? September 24th. British gal said? Yeah. September 24th of this year? It was week, uh, I think it was week three. Yeah. And they had started well, one and two or something like to that. To finish, Jerry. <laughs> and you declare, and there's more, but I ran out of time. I'm sure there you is. You were like, Tom Brady's old. Right. He's done. Yes. <laughs> that was a win for the old guys uh, yesterday, though, Jerry. Yes, it was. Yes, it was boring as hell, but you know yeah. what? Who cares? At the end of the day, the Patriots are Super Bowl champions again. That game had zero buzz from the start. It just didn't feel, didn't feel like, like anything. anything right. I, I quite totally agree with you. I thought the whole thing didn't feel like anything. The commercials didn't feel like Awful. anything. You know what the best commercial was? The NFL 100. Right. That was the best one. There was nothing else. Right. There were a ton of robots in these commercials. Right. Various brands had robots in it. That's the future, Jerry. Robots are Oh, taken. you're my snack bot. I am a boomer snack bot this morning, he told okay. me. I've already you're going to like it. I already got my uh, Oreos ready to go. Snack bot Al. Oh, boy. Uh, so lots of robots in the commercials, Jerry. No buzz, no excitement. This is a game that will not be talked about beyond today. You know what's funny? 
They're usually not talked about beyond today anyway. This one might not make it till 3 p.m. The championships <laughs> games lasted two weeks. Well, because we had nothing two. else. At least we all now have... we have pitchers and catchers in a week and a half. Well, Good luck with that, Al. Stupid. Well, you know what? Listen, you can all be, we can all be positive as Andrew Whitworth was last night after the game. At the end of the day, you're all going to die. <laughs> Who's this now? That's Andrew Whitworth of the We're Rams. all going to die. Yes. At the end of the I day, I could have died. I thought Tracy Wolfson was in trouble last night. I thought I, she was going to get smothered to death. She was like getting smushed in she that tra- scrum. She was trying to get an interview with Tom Brady last night and get, kept getting pushed around and smushed. And, yes. And it, you know what was weird is watching it, and Jim's like, you know, Jim Nance is like, oh, send it down to Tracy. Okay, Jim, we're here. Ah. Tom. And you felt bad for him yeah. because you can see. And then you got security pulling people away. Well, now he's embracing with, uh, with, uh, with uh, what the hell? Edelman. And, Edelman. and now here the comes coach. the coach, and here comes Robert Kraft. It's like, where's Tracy? Right. How do they not? I know there's a lot going on, but CBS pays a king's ransom for that game, right? And for the NFL rights. How do they not say, listen, you got to give her 30 seconds before you do all this stuff? And they eventually got to her. I Eventually. Right before the game started, they went down to Evan Washburn. Evan Washburn, yes. And they go, uh, you know, with Coach Belichick, and and he asked the question. I'm glad you brought this up. Belichick gave a maybe two-word answer, and he goes, Coach, thanks for your time. What? He didn't give you any time. (laughs) I didn't. So it's funny you say that because I was at a party, and you know at these parties you can't hear anything. And so I see Evan Washburn with Belichick. I'm like, oh, this has got to just be a nothing. Right. And I couldn't hear it. And I didn't. So the question, long drawn out question and just no answer. Yeah. Two, two second answer. And he goes, thank you for your time. <laughs> yes. You, the, the amount of time you've just spent with me. That's <laughs> funny. I Evan wish I Washburn. Uh, this Washburn. was interesting, though, that uh, Bill Belichick is the oldest guy to win a Super Bowl. He is 66. First of all, you're telling me he's older than. Tom Coughlin was? Uh, he just surpassed Coughlin, yes. Older than... By the way, Tom Landry looked like he was 80 when he was Again, winning Super Bowls. it's a different time. You I want to go that. back to that era where when no, you were you 40, you looked like you were, you were a man. 70. <laughs> you don't want to do that. The you're, Chuck Knoll dude, era. 50. You want to look like that? You want to go back to that era? Yeah. No, you don't. Stop I'm it. a man. I'm 40. Let's see. How old do you think Tom Coughlin is right now? Well, how old is the Belichick? Sixty-six. Sixty-six. I'm just say, Google it. I you did. Google. I'm on he the air. He just turned seventy-two. Seventy-two. Yeah. So when he won, he was not seventy-two. No, he was sixty-four. I got to say this too: the Romo predictions. Jim Nance is like a is like a guy who doesn't who who likes bad comedy. So he just kept referencing. Oh, you got any predictions here, Tony? Stop it. <laughs> We created it. It became though. a parody of itself I, I already. Totally, I totally agree. But that's what happens when we're sitting there saying, hey, can you predict the score? It's going to be right. 24-20, and the last team is going to have the ball is going to win. Ugh. All right, I guess. It was this, just did you, oh, one hacky. other thing. Did you see the pregame chat pre-game between, chat. between Romo and Brady on yes. CBS? What was he wearing? Did you see the shoes? I did, yes. No socks? Yeah. Not a good look. Probably those slip-on sketchers he's wearing, old man shoes. He looked ridiculous, though. Yeah, he and did. I thought he was going to make out with Brady at one point. Uh, maybe they did. Who knows, man? <laughs> they were really into talking to each other. Whatever whatever works for another person. Then fine. I saw the Boomer Jared Goff interview. How was that? It was good. They yeah. did a nice job editing that because I remember Boomer saying it was he was not a very talkative fellow. He was fella. boring. So they, but they cut it nice and quick. That was nice. Yeah. The Belichick-Cower-Sims uh, interview was good. 
although weird setting as if they went to the CBS cafeteria <laughs> down there and just sat down. Hey, listen, you have to take what you can get when you can get it, right? I did like that. And and the talk of the halftime, Jerry, was Adam Levine's tattoos. More than I expected. Women on social media were very into his tattoos. Okay. See, some of the, see, the women that the, I was at the party with were yeah. a little interested in the fact that he had butterfly tattoos. Oh, yeah. Strange. I will tell you this. If you're a guy who cannot get dates. Go get who, tatted up. Who has trouble with women. You do push-ups. And you tat up every inch of your chest. I present you Al Dukes. Women dig it. Al actually has a body sleeve that he doesn't let anybody see. That's how you got Gina. Yeah, body (laughs) sleeve. Your left arm is tatted up from your shoulder down to your wrist. Unbelievable how women love a man fully tatted up. Yep. I mean, he's also a terrific looking guy. But I'm just. I did hear that many times last night. I'm just saying, if you were having trouble with the ladies, it wouldn't hurt. To hit the have gym. you ever tried that? You're, I've hit the gym. Yeah, but have you got, got tatted up? Like, no. Is your back all tatted up? No, but I, I'm telling you, if uh, if you're talking to 25 year old Al Dukes right now, you I go might go. Tatted up. I might go right today. I'd be like, I bring. You what know, did you get? Well, here's the thing. You know, when you go to the uh, barber shop and you might go, uh, let make me look like um, uh, Joey from Friends. Are Give you me that say, haircut. Let me, make me look like Adam Levine. <laughs> I would bring the Adam Levine bare chested <laughs> halftime. I'd be like. Put these tattoos on me. I know they mean something to There's Adam lot, Le- to Adam Levine. They mean nothing to me. See, I think tattoos are cool, but sometimes it's a little much. That was a lot much. Like the full arm sleeve? But just the, the writing on the chest. I, see, I like the writing. I think that's cooler than actual images. I think it's cool. See, like if Boomer got drunk and got tatted up, he'd put the American flag across his right. entire back. Oh, totally. Right? An American Eagle I flag. I like the phrases. I think that's kind of cooler than the pictures. No. Yeah. We gotta take a break. Believe it or not. And by the way, I won a I won a bet in my uh, parlay video. I said to take Julian Edelman hey, as MVP. That's right. And I also won the coin toss. So y'all can. Well, it's time know. for a warm up show flashback. The date: September twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. The Patriots are finished. <laughs> no, they're not. Quick break. Back with Boomer and Geo next on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Here we go. We got two more minutes till we get to Boomer and Gio, who are back and fresh and spry from Atlanta, where Super Bowl 53 was last night. Patriots beat the Rams 13-3. Al Dukes, what else you got? Jerry, Boomer, and Gio will really break down this game. So one of the things I don't want to get lost in this, uh, because it's not really a story today as it was a few days ago, but I know Boomer loves Kyler Murray, the quarterback. Yeah. He gave a bizarre interview to Dan With Patrick who? on Radio Row. Oh, yeah? He didn't answer anything. He seemed stupid. Really? And if I were the Giants, I would run from this guy. Legitimately. <laughs> Why like do they want Haskins? Is that the guy they want? Yeah. That's Who, the guy Haskins? wants him to get. I'm confused by all these guys. What about this Kyler Murray, though? What he's about the dog? <laughs> he's going to go in the draft. I guess. You, unless he goes and plays baseball. He better go play baseball. That's what I would suggest <laughs> after that interview. If you dra- it was that bad, huh? Yeah, you got to go watch it just to entertain yourself. All right. Dan Dan Patrick was asking him questions. He wouldn't answer can anything. Can I play this? I can He'd play go like this. Right? Uh, yeah, you could play it. Really? And then he'd look off to the side to get approval from somebody, and then he Al wouldn't, Dukes, he what's wouldn't up, answer. Baby? What's up, baby? What's up, dog? What's up? How you doing? 
I drank a lot last night. The boomers here. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you? Everything good. How you doing? Did you have a good Super Bowl weekend? Oh, I had a great Super Bowl. I had a lot of snacks last night. Everything good. Hal's about to be broken right now. I had some snacks last night. Job. Some celery and hummus. I had hummus and pretzel crisps. <laughs> I think you just and chips hummus. and salsa. 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 With your Washburn. <laughs> Evan Washburn. Boy, that guy looks like a Ken doll. Evan I Washburn. I saw him doing a stand-up at uh, the NFL Experience. It's a pretty dude, man. A good-looking <laughs> yeah, guy. Good-looking dude. He, you know what he should do? Guy. Get himself tatted up like that Adam Levine. <laughs> right. He could He'd be a heartthrob. Five. Absolutely. <laughs> Take your shirt off. <laughs>